Welcome to the Agency Profit Podcast, a show dedicated to going deep space on agency operations, which is just as nerdy as it sounds. I'm your host, Marcel Petipoff. I'm the CEO of Parakeeto, a firm that helps digital and creative agencies measure and improve their profitability. Join me as I interview some of the smartest thought leaders and agency owners in our space and go deep into operations, metrics, and all the other things you need to get right so you can spend less time worrying about operations and more time executing on your vision. everyone, and welcome back to the Agency Profit Podcast. I am very stoked about today's episode. We're talking about something that I think is extremely topical, extremely relevant, and extremely prevalent right now. I'm surprised I didn't trip over my words on that one. And we have an expert in the room. I thought I was a busy person, and then I started putting together the biography for today's guest. He is the founder of PartnerPrograms.io, where he helps tech companies and agencies create mutually beneficial partnerships. He's also the host of the Partnered 2020 podcast, which you can find in the show notes. He's a mentor and strategic advisor at the Founder Institute. He's also the founder of Automated.af. He's an advisor at the American Marketing Association. He's the host of the Marketing Automation Discussion podcast, and he's an advisor at Rainmakers. Prior to doing all of this, he was in charge of getting clients and marketing at lots of different tech companies, most recently the VP of marketing at Carlyce.com. And prior to that, he ran an agency. And somehow with all of this going on, he still finds time to spend some quality time with his daughter in Chicago, where he recently moved from San Diego. So if you're in Chicago, give him a shout. With all of that, I'm very excited to welcome to the show, Alex Glenn. Thanks so much for being here today, Alex. Thanks, Marcel, for the time. And um, yeah, I apologize for everyone that follows Automated. We've kind of let that, um, unfortunately, it's, it's been a tough one to keep up. I'm busy, like Marcel said, but we have been working on a backup plan. So those of you that really like Automated.af and the Marketing Automation Discussion podcast that has about 55 episodes published on any po- uh, podcast station, uh, we are going to have new episodes coming out and we're going to have new content coming out and there's a Slack group and some other stuff that you can take advantage of if you are interested. I think that one's a little bit more interesting for most agencies out there. But today, uh, what I find most interesting and what was sort of the dovetail of the entire automation game that we were in is, is partner programs. And we'll talk about that today. There you go. So, I mean, I've given everyone a little bit of context on the many, many things that you do, but I'd love to, you know, in your own words, have you uh, just clarify for everyone what we're, what you're doing specifically at partnerprograms.io, which I think the, the focus of our conversation today. Yeah. So the premise of partner programs, uh, the bigger picture, I guess the mission is just better partnerships all around, um, you know, more connection, more interaction inside of the ecosystem. So making sure everybody's talking to each other, everybody knows what's going on, the opportunities are being taken advantage of, and uh, everybody understands that, you know, at the core of it, the people are your partners. That's sort of our slogan. I think a lot of companies don't realize this as they hire new partner teams and managers, and some of them they bring over from sales, and they give them a big uh, revenue KPI to hit with their partner program. And then the agencies, you all, you know, get hounded with calls at the end of the quarter from partner managers that you've never talked to before at some of your partner software uh, for leads and sales and pipeline and all that stuff. So, you know, we started to see this happening a lot when we were at Automated. We were doing a lot of matchmaking between technology and agencies. That's the whole goal of Automated, just to bring everybody together. And we said, you know what, this is 
this is becoming uh, more and more of a, a visible issue between agencies. And we talk to tech companies, primarily SaaS companies, um, where, you know, the partnership in, inside of it is, is broken in the sense that it's a little bit of a misalignment where the tech companies think all you agencies care about are residuals and commissions, and referral fees, affiliate commissions, right? So they come into the relationship with that at the front. And um, a lot of them are missing the ball in terms of how they can actually work with you guys as agencies. Um, so we aim to make sure that the right information and the right feedback loops are in place. We aim to connect the right software with the right agencies. And we also show off our awesome agencies and what they're doing with tech partnerships. And if you white label, we're an awesome resource for you as well because we can get you partnered up with a lot of other agencies out there. Awesome. Awesome. So, I mean, this is really interesting to me. And this is why I was so excited about this episode because I'm kind of sitting at the intersection of these two markets as well. I am a tech founder. I'm heavily involved in a, a, a mastermind for B2B SaaS companies. And we talk about this stuff all the time. And then on the other end, you know, our business helps serve agencies. So I'm having lots of conversations there. And so it's just so interesting to me to dive into this topic that I think is going to shed some light for, you know, both camps that might be listening. Of course, today our focus is on the beloved agency owner and how we can help, you know, them build really high margin recurring revenue type of engagements with their clients and better serve their clients, leveraging technology that makes it a lot easier to do that and deliver higher value to their clients. So with that, the first question I want to ask is, let's demystify partnerships. Because I think there's a lot of um, different ideas about what a partnership is. You mentioned one, you know, disconnect immediately, which was a lot of people see partnerships in the SaaS world as they're going to be basically a channel partner for us. They're going to sell our software. And then on the other end of that, you have, um, you know, some other examples of partnerships like Infusion Software. Agencies were building their whole business on top of that platform. And that was like where their services were coming from. In your mind, what are kind of the, the core tenets of a partnership between a software company and an agency and what might be some of the different things um, that we should be aware of in terms of how those might get structured? Yeah. So you mentioned Infusionsoft, which, you know, we work with a lot of the former Infusionsoft partner managers. You know, they've gone off and done really amazing things at different companies like um, Corey at Active Campaign here in Chicago, Cody at Zapier, um, and there are O'Brien at Sendoso, you know, they're off on, on to bigger, better things in terms of, you know, what they're doing with channel and what they're taking with them from that experience. And we actually riffed on the, uh, the infusion soft, you know, set, set up and how they actually train their partner managers, which is a whole nother story. It's pretty incredible for why they are producing such talent in the channel management uh, side of things and why their partner managers actually really know partnerships better than most. Um, and, and a lot of it has to do with the culture of Infusionsoft and, and what they did with agencies. Some of the things that HubSpot created uh, is really you know, showing what the end result could be if you double down on stuff like training, agency enablement. But um, you know, the bigger thing here for agencies to understand is that if you find the right technology partner at the right time for your agency, whether you're nearing that hyper growth stage and you're past, you know, all of the product market fit testing of your services and you've really got a proven model, 
and you're organized, then you'd be looking at some really more mid-market. Maybe you're going upstream. Uh, maybe you're going the Hawk Media route and just going after the SMB world in a much bigger way. But whatever that is, you're looking at partnerships in a certain respect where, you know, what can they do for you around event marketing, co-marketing stuff? Can they co-sell with you? If you're trying to break into mid-market enterprise accounts that maybe you're new to, maybe you haven't sold into that level of, of an account, go to your SaaS partners, your software partner teams, go to their sales teams, their revenue teams, go to their channel teams, and talk to them about how they can help you sell into those accounts. Now, if you're earlier on and you're in the one to 20 employee range and you're, you know, you're still agile, you're doing a lot of different things, partnerships can really help you define your procedures, your operating procedures. They can help you get organized as a team. You can partner with back-end software too. You know, you can partner with the, uh, you know, the Pandadocs of the world. Uh, we just got one, Easy Note, which is an awesome organizational tool that we're, we're partnered with now that we're pretty excited about. But you can partner with these back-end tools. And what's cool about that is their goal, their, their goal should be if they're the right partners, is to help you understand how to really make the most out of their solution. Now, if you make the most out of a solution like a back-end operational tool or an HR tool, what that's going to result in is really optimal management of your agency. Then you can really build services on top. And then you go into the marketing automation world, the MarTech world, and you start looking at some of those front-end partnerships. And in the same respect, those partnerships can help you really streamline and optimize the services that you offer as an agency, which means higher ticket value because customer retention is higher, clients are more satisfied, the end result that you're promising comes faster because you are more aligned with that product and you're getting more attention. Uh, and that, I think, and we can talk about it now or we can talk about it later, it goes into why and what, I believe we have a question on here, what you should look for in the partnership. So I'll save, I'll save that for what to look for. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we might as well jump in. Like that's where we're headed now. But we might as well jump into that because I, I know that you and I have talked a couple of times, of course, before this uh, show. And I think one of the things that I really appreciate about your approach is that you understand that, of course, the software company wants to sell more software, but the agency has a completely different set of priorities. They want to offer better services to their clients. They want to build you know, recurring revenue. They want to make sure that they're not just pushing products on their clients, that they're actually creating solutions for their clients. And it seems like the best partner programs are the ones that actually come to the agency with a toolkit to enable them to do just that, to deliver great services to their clients and build solutions that their clients are going to love and use going forward, which makes it a natural progression of the relationship with the client. And of course, that's easier said than done, but we've talked about a couple of examples of companies that have done a great job of that. So with all of that said, if I'm an agency and I'm looking to start building out some services on top of um, a software solution, what should I be looking for as signals that they're going to be a great partner that I can really trust and grow with going into the future. Yeah. Um, I talk to agencies all day long about this, by the way. So this isn't just coming from someone that talks to channel managers all day long. I, I honestly, in the past, well, since our inception, and this is after owning my own agency and after running automated, I've talked to probably 1500 agencies on the phone. Uh, and that's not including all the agencies that have just submitted feedback through other channels and through my other teammates here. 
So, you know, this is coming straight from the horse's mouth. You know, I talk to agencies about what they like and dislike about partnerships, what's working um, and who the best partners are out there and why they're the best partners, all of that. So, you know, the things that we see as commonalities in the sort of the incentive structure, that's the first and foremost. So you're looking at it from like face value. If you're an agency, you're coming up to a software uh, partnership page. And this is something I recommend doing. If you're looking at new tools, instead of just going down the sales route, go down the partnership funnel as an agency. Don't onboard through the demo link, you know, and, and schedule a demo. Always go through the partner team because that should be, and this is the whole point of the conversation, that should be a, a good percentage of the decision for you as an agency is how they are set up to help you as an agency grow, right? The partnership. So um, how they help you grow. So the incentive structures are compensatory and non-compensatory. So you have uh, non-compensatory incentives like feature roadmap uh, inclusion. You know, they can bring you in on feature roadmapping calls and suggestions. Uh, They have support additions to the partnership incentives. So they have, in some cases, Zapier does this really well. They'll give you a phone number to call as a partner for when you need support, whereas no other account holder that's not a partner has that phone number. They just have chat, live chat or email support. That's huge for the partners. So especially as the technology gets more difficult and more robust to learn, you have to look for that additional layer of support for partners. Now, this is something that I believe that I I get a lot of flack for, but I believe that you should look for tools that don't lead with their financial incentives, their their referral fees, that don't have that as the main value prop for their partnership. Um, Some partner programs, the newer, more progressive ones like Databox, don't have any um, referral fees. These referral fees for 90% of you will be negligible. They will be a couple hundred bucks a month at best. They will be negligible. Don't don't worry about it. Don't. I, I even look at it as a red flag if all over their partner page is twenty percent this and you know all you know, residuals forever, lifetime residuals, stuff like that. I look at those as red flags, and I do advise our partner teams to put those at the bottom, bury them, because not only is it a bad signal for how they view the partnership as a financial relationship, which Brian from Sendoso. I'll steal from him on this. They, they call that a vendorship, right? That is, that is you being a client of theirs. If they're paying you to refer someone, then you are working for them. You are not a partner. Totally different. So look for those non-compensatory incentives, support, um, like I said, product road mapping. Um, I like uh, the setup of partnerships to be in the product as well. So being able to do sub-accounts, so add-on projects, this is big for SEO tools, add-on projects as opposed to having to create a new instance. Look for how they require you to onboard a new customer. So the product teams and the software that are not double down on partnerships, they will not build in product features to support those partnerships. They will make it prohibitive for you to manage the entire partnership between you and your client and that software, meaning they will force you to go into uh, their UI and have your client sign up with a credit card and then give you a login. And that for most agencies is a deal breaker in itself. Unfortunately, most SaaS that you'll run into has that setup, 
But if you see the SaaS that have the ad project or white label options or sub accounts, any of that stuff, I look at that as a solid product, meaning they are ready for you to resell their software and to white label you and build services on top of you, which I think is what we're going to talk about next. Yeah, well, that is what we're going to talk about next, um, which is, I think, another key here, which is having them actually be able to show you and support you in building services on top of their solution. So first and foremost, why should agencies care about this? Those that aren't necessarily doing this yet, what makes these kind of tech-enabled or tech-stacked services such a great opportunity for agencies? Yeah, tech-enabled services, right? So uh, as an agency, you may sit in the world where you know, you are software agnostic, meaning you will use whatever the client has, and maybe you supply copywriting, maybe you do SEO. Um, and, you know, you most of what you do is maybe even more creative in the sense where it's design oriented, copywriting oriented, maybe some CRO, some landing page stuff, or some development. Um, and in that world, you know, it's hard to say you can build services on top of partnerships. It's hard to, it's hard to look at it like that. Um, in that world, let's talk about these, the edge cases first, where you are more of a creative and you, you know, you don't see the need to partner with software to create new services. Uh, well, to those people, I would definitely look at the entire agency and what you guys are doing as an agency. Um, and there are partnerships that are purely co-marketing in that world. So if you really do believe in yourself as an agency, you've got great reviews, you've got clout as an agency. Um, I'd look at co-marketing. You know, this is a great example. Um, I look at Gabriel from Next and his partnership with Wistia. They're a videography agency. Whether they need Wistia or not, you know, they don't sell a service necessarily on top of Wistia. Yes, their clients will go to Wistia because it's a great tool and they'll refer them. But that partnership is based on co-marketing. Uh, Wistia will go to Gabriel when they have an awesome co-marketing option, like a, a new blog post. But more than that, events. They did this soapbox, which is where my my camera and everything is sitting on top of. They did this soapbox promotion, uh, which is wonderful. So if you're on more of the creative side and you say, you know what, I, I use these different tools, but I don't sell the service on top of those tools. I don't need to. Um, then, then I'd look at going after those tools that talk to your end customer, talk to your prospects already, and, uh, and offer them co-marketing alignment. Say, you know, I'm willing to create videos. I'm willing to write. I'm willing to create graphics and articles or whatever. Um, and even I do events at my hometown. You know, I, I, I host these meetups, these masterminds. What can you do uh, to bring your brand into that picture and help us make those bigger and better? Um, talk to those types of partners. Databox is actually a really good example of that. They'll reach out to their agencies and ask for, you know, screenshots of your Google Analytics for a new article. And they'll always offer a backlink and a do follow backlink. So look at those. Now, the other 70%, I'd say 80% of you that do offer PPC management, you know, obviously content management, social media management, anything with management, really like CRM implementation. You know, these are all tools or sorry, services that need the support of software. They cannot be run without software. You cannot email someone without software. And I guess you could go to Amazon SES if you wanted to, but we're not going to talk to those. <laughs> we're going to talk to those of you that really want to build services on top of software. Um, so in this world, you know, we talked about 
what it really means for an agency. You know, these, these partnerships really mean the ability to go deeper, not wider necessarily, or we're going to recommend you go deeper, not wider into your service set. Now, what does that mean? So if you're doing PPC management now, you've got your ads manager, maybe you have an optimization or an analytics tool that you use sometimes, uh, but you're starting to get the, the hang of it. Your optimizations are working. Your clients are really loving it. How you go deeper and go deeper with partnerships and be able to build MRR through partnerships is by looking at what happens before the click, what happens after the click, what happens in that fluid funnel that you are already involved in. So if it's landing pages, if it's call attribution, you can add unbounce to that funnel to optimize the landing page and actually better uh, control and, and, and produce better results for your clients using unbounce at the top of the funnel where that PPC campaign goes to a custom landing page. Then there's call rail on the back end where you can have call attribution for every single ad. CallRail even has a white label service right now, a white label option for some agencies. Don't quote me on this because they're they're looking at whether to continue that, but right now they do. So contact uh, CallRail and get on their program because it's amazing. And what it does for you is not only allows you to better the service itself under your purview, so you're not going off and offering them you know, some writing projects, you're still under the PPC funnel. But now you have residuals from CallRail, you have residuals from Unbounce, you have more control over the full funnel, which means better optimizations, which means more billable hours that you can go ahead and tack on. And you're just creating a better service that's in your vertical, that's deeper, uh, using CallRail and Unbounce on top of your PPC. And we did a course all about this uh, using Invisible PPC and uh, Unbounce and CallRail, showing you how to do this and leverage white label agencies to help support this. So if you're not comfortable with it, you can go into your agency network and partner with other agencies. So I'll talk about that real quick. Um, one good example of, of this in action is Client Boost. They've been able to scale by going really deep into some of these PPC management type of scenarios. But this goes with any, any of your verticals out there. You can do this with any vertical. You just go deeper. The suggestion is not to go wider and stay within your sort of stack, within your purview. Once you master that, then hire to go wider. Um, but while you're growing and while you're figuring it out, go uh, stack on top of stack and go within your vertical. Do you want some free resources to help you measure and improve your profitability? If you do, then I want to tell you about our agency profitability toolkit, which you can grab absolutely free in the show notes or by heading to parakeeto.com forward slash toolkit. It's packed with training videos, cheat sheets, templates, and all kinds of other great resources to help you start measuring and improving the essential metrics that are going to drive better profitability in your business. And it's helped thousands of other agencies around the world do the same. So I want to encourage you to go and grab a copy of that. And if you'd rather get in the fast lane and just have our team of experts guide you through the process of measuring and improving your profitability, then I want to encourage you to apply for a consultation at parakeeto.com. And with that, I want to thank you again for tuning in. I hope you enjoy the episode and I'll let you get back to it. So to summarize, we talked about a lot of things here, but I think what I love about this strategy and I want to anchor on that one point that you made, which is go deep, not wide. The idea here is that if customers are coming to you, for example, to do some PPC, 
there's a lot of opportunities to take that from maybe a $2,000 project and, you know, maybe like a thousand dollar a month retainer, like a setup and then retainer and turn that into a two, three, four, five, like, you know, multiply that engagement over time by saying, Hey, by the way, your landing pages, we could optimize those, uh, you know, on a monthly basis for you. Uh, by the way, we can set you up on this great software platform. Oh, call attribution. We could set that up for you as well. And basically modularizing your services so you can start to expand the relationship with the client over time, give them better service, but also create like very sustainable recurring engagements that increase the value for the client and increase the level of security for you as a business. And what I love about all of this, and this is a great recommendation, is try to stay within a tech stack because, of course, we know that that allows us to optimize um, our procedures and processes, keep scope consistent, reduce the amount of question marks that exist around these things. That protects our margin. That makes our processes scale. Um, All good things, all things that, of course, all the listeners at home know that I nerd out about and I just absolutely love to talk about. Yeah. And I I would say this, I mean, on that note, it's, it's really important to understand that as you grow your agency, to productize your service offering is in your best interest. So unless you want to hire for every single thing out there, meaning as you get more Salesforce clients, you've got to get a Salesforce expert or white label. Um, as you get more HubSpot deals, you've got to get a HubSpot expert if you're not, if you want to branch off into this and that. If you productize your service offerings, you'd be surprised, first of all, how deep you can go into that service offering. Shout out to Nicholas Gallus uh, over there at Earnworthy, who sells a landing page optimization and management retainer for like two grand a month. And he's built his entire agency off of Unbounce and just this landing page uh, design management. He replicates, he does some awesome service, but he's gone so deep into that funnel itself. That's sorry, that specific stack. Um, he can do his whole entire business and he's been able to stay lean and stay small as an agency, but be incredibly valuable to his partner, uh, Unbounce in this case, just doing that one service. Now, if you productize those services, not only are you going to have it nailed down, you are going to have so much support in that tech stack where the people at CallRail will be able to support you a little bit with Unbounce actually, because they do work really closely together. Uh, it's natively integrated. You can even add further down that stack, add active campaign at the bottom to go ahead and send emails and do some landing page uh, backend optimization stuff with messaging. But the point is, if you productize that, then you have a system that's scalable. And that's what nine out of 10 of the biggest agencies out there have done is they've created those tech stacks to support their services And they've gotten very, very close with the teams at each of those tech stacks and call it a partnership, call it whatever you want, Uh, whether they take residuals, it doesn't matter. The point is they are working very closely and they're aligning with those people. And as they come up with more and more case studies, this is the great thing about partnerships too. If you come up with a case study and you do have that partnership connection, send it off to your partner and say, hey, I need you to link to this. I need you to publish it. I need you to show me some love because I'm talking about how I scaled a client's ROI to infinity using your tool, right? Um, so there's a ton of benefits within there that are intrinsic with partnerships as a whole. And there's one thing I want to add on to that as well, because being uh, obviously a software founder and having a network of you know about 200 software founders that I meet with on a regular basis, what I can tell you is that there are a lot of software companies that 
need agencies in order to increase the activation and retention of their clients because they have complex solutions. So you look at like the playbook for Infusionsoft and for HubSpot, for example, those businesses didn't work unless they were charging and facilitating large setup fees because they had very complex products. And it was almost impossible for their core user to actually get onboarded and and successful in the product without a lot of handholding. And of course, they couldn't scale that within their own team. So they built out partner programs and they actually needed the agencies just as much as the agencies needed them to send them leads and qualified customers. And the great thing about that is, you know, those kind of setup services tend to be very cookie cutter in terms of scope. And they're basically a foot in the door to create a relationship with that client. And it's beneficial to the software company. So all of this is to say, as an agency, understand that you can bring a ton of value to a software partner by helping them get their clients successful in their product and get them in their product for a long time, which is the number one priority for a software company is activation, retention, and building expansion revenue into that client over time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and use that to your advantage. Like, like Marcel mentioned there, it's, it's, it goes two ways. You know, It's a two-way street. You may be a one-man shop or one-woman shop where you're just doing as much as you can as one person. You know, It doesn't matter. You're still incredibly valued to that software that you choose to become a consulting or an implementation. Those are the key words, partner for. So you'll see it on their landing pages, their partner pages, where they say consulting partner, they'll say implementation partner, something like that. And that's where you actually go down the journey and learn everything there is to know about that software. This is what HubSpot does better than most. You know, They will incentivize agencies very much to become implementation partners, so much so there's so much incentive there that they charge agencies to take the courses to become a partner. This is incredible. And I honestly am bearish on this whole ecosystem being able to charge any longer. I think what's going to happen is more and more power is going to go to the agencies as the competition gets horrendous out there with, you know, we all know 8,000 or so MarTech tools. You can imagine being a SaaS company that has a wonderful product that has product market fit but you're losing deals all day long to a HubSpot of the world because the ecosystem around that is so enormous. Now, if you're sitting there as an agency, you have a lot of decisions to make, obviously, with your tech stack. Um, My suggestion is, and I I do this with a couple tools, um, or I have done this with a couple tools recently, is, you know, the agency will have been using what their preferred tool is for that service. Now, remember that your clients are buying the end result. Um, The clients will usually not care whether it's this tool or that tool. They want the end result. If you're promising an end result, they don't care if it's one tool over another, if you're using HubSpot to power those emails or ActiveCampaign. They don't care. So as an agency, you have to be very cognizant, not of whose badge is at the bottom of your website, you know, whether you're this diamond partner or that preferred partner, you have to be cognizant of which tool is going to allow you to get to that end result more efficiently, faster, and to be able to optimize that end result sooner. So if a client comes to you and they want marketing automation, you say, okay, well, it's going to be three months that we have to take to build out a HubSpot instance. It's going to be 15 grand. And oh, by the way, you're going to pay 1200 bucks a month to manage it, run it, or I'm going to manage it. You, you just pay that 1200 bucks, whatever. You know, the whole point is you can imagine being able to tell that, that client, that 
hey, I've got a tool over here. You know, it's super agile. I can get it done in a week. Uh, we've got tremendous support from their partner team. We're going to be able to power and scale that email campaign that you want to run. And oh, by the way, we've got uh, in native integrations to all of these. So don't worry about that. And if we need Zapier, they've got a Zapier app. So I'm going to be able to run it for you. That's going to be a lot more efficient, a lot more flexible, and a lot cheaper. Um, and then it's up to you if you want to build those margins in, because at the end of the day, they've got the HubSpot agency over here that's talking to them about that that fee. And then they've got you talking to them about maybe a comparable fee, but you can do it faster. You've got enormous margins because you're paying a tenth of the cost for that marketing automation tool that's within the tech stack. So look for those tools that are willing to be better partners for you now, to give you that extra support, to highlight you on their directory, to really work closely with you to expand your business. Don't worry so much about who's the biggest player on the block right now or, or who your client's asking you for. Uh, really sell them on the end result. You know, I love it. So I want to talk about two things before we wrap. The first is if I'm an agency and I'm listening to this and I'm, let's say I'm building websites today. That's my thing. I build websites, a lot of project-based work. Things are going good, but I want to have some recurring revenue. I want to start building longer-term relationships with clients. And I'm thinking, this sounds like a really interesting way that I can go deeper into this. Where do I start? How do I start adding this service to my business? How do I start evaluating partners? Where should I go? How do I start selling this to my clients? What's the roadmap here? All right. Well, first and foremost, you go to partnerprograms.io, right? <laughs> In the show notes, folks. Um, no, but uh, seriously, this is exactly what we do. So our goal with partner programs is to not only show you the best partnerships out there, but show you how to build these services around the partnerships. So at learn.partnerprograms.io, that's Teachable, or sorry, Thinkific. I, we were on Teachable. We migrated to Thinkific. Love Thinkific now, by the way. Check it out. Um, we have all these courses on how to sell service on the top. So that's a great resource. Now, what we recommend you do is to look into your ideal client base and start to carve out sort of you know that pie chart of who your clients are. So if you're in professional services, maybe you have some real estate agents over here and some lawyers over here uh, and maybe some, you know, clinics, health clinics over here. Um, you're, you're doing retail services. You're doing, let's just say you're doing their website management, right? So you're doing conversion rate optimization. Maybe you're throwing up landing pages. Maybe you're even managing some social ads for them, right? What I recommend you do is look at tools that you can create those replicable stacks out of, right? So a good example of that is we work with a partner called the.com, the.com, literally T-H-E.com, an awesome new tool that allows you in your back end to spin up, imagine you creating these WordPress themes on your own and being able to divvy out these WordPress themes and be able to manage all of them from one dashboard so that you can make edits to that client's account and that client's website, sorry, that client's website, et cetera, uh, using a very simple editor that's database driven. And you can give that client access to the database to be able to populate all sorts of cool stuff. So you can create these templates for lawyers. You can create these templates for real estate agents that when you have a new client, not only do you immediately load them with an amazing, fast uh, SEO driven website, but you can add on tools and snippets on top of those websites. So you can launch a cookie cutter 
website that's already optimized that has chat already, that has powered chat using smith.ai, for example. So you can launch a website, the.com, you're back in. It's already got smith.ai loaded, so you don't even have to do any onboarding. You just load it in the back into all of these sites. You're paying a one-time monthly fee, so you control your cost with the.com. And each new client that onboards is revenue and profits, revenue profits right there. And then as you test out and vet out new software tools that can plug into the front end or the back end, maybe you add a uh, data box or super metrics visual dashboard for managing all of the KPIs for each one of those accounts. Because every real estate agent, every lawyer, they're all going to have the same KPIs, the same needs. So you have reputation management, you add nice job on there. Then you add, a, you know, that dashboard, you've got the front end covered with the website itself and then smith.ai. Anytime they need any changes to that, it's super easy because you know what the back end looks like. It's all in one dashboard. So you don't have to ask them for the login and deal with all that stuff. It's all controlled by you, which is the best part as an agency. We love the idea of being able to manage that full stack and you can bill it on a flat rate. So it's not 500 bucks to set up and then a fluctuating billable hours set up where the client has no idea what they're going to pay you. If you go to a client, you say, it's going to be five grand a month for 12 months. You're going to have supported chat. You're going to have an amazing website that's proven to convert because I run it over here. It's going to be custom for you, but it's going to be proven to convert because we're not going to tweak it entirely. We're going to change a few things, but we're going to keep the structure because that structure works. Oh, and then you're going to have reporting on all your KPIs. You show them the visual dashboard. You're going to have reputation management. And we're going to automate the publication of the reviews that come through this reputation management. It's all out of the box. You just hand them the service and you get five grand a month. And nobody's going to deny that because the other guy is selling them, oh, the website's going to be maybe 12 to 15 grand. Oh, and then, you know, if you want to add chat, we can look at chat tools. I like a few of these, but tell me what you want. And we'll look at that. And it'll be a hundred bucks an hour to implement. Oh, and if you want reputation management, you know, you tell me what you want and, you know, what your budget is and we'll work within that budget. You're just going to hand them a box that's a business and it's ready to go and it's already optimized. Oh, and by the way, you get residuals from Smith. You get residuals from Nice Job. You get residuals from Databox. Well, sorry, Databox, you get other things, not residuals, sorry. But you'll get residuals from most of these. And as you build them out and as you build it, you, you can literally create an unstoppable force of a business that has incredible margins, but even better for your clients. It's just, it works and it's done and it's, it's, it's cheap. And it's them. a solution, which I think is like, you know, I, I heard somebody say this the other day uh, to a friend who was kind of struggling and they said, you need to stop selling products and services. You need to start selling solutions. Like, and I think this is the the key takeaway here is like your clients are generally looking for a solution to a problem. And we get so caught up because, you know, we're thinking technically about the steps and the, the, the services and the, the things we need to do. But it's like they don't care about any of that. They care about having a website that converts and gets them clients and that is not a pain in the ass to manage. And that's not going to take three months to get done. And that's not, you know, going to drain them of all their money. So like this is an opportunity to build that solution and to make that experience for your customer so much easier when they're going through the buying process. Um, so I love this. So those of you that are listening, obviously this is what Alex does. He helps agencies figure out what 
the right kind of services and products and tech stacks are going to be for them. So um, I'll leave some links down in the show notes if you want to go and check that out. If you're thinking about exploring, adding something like this to your agency or just streamlining what you're already doing with a better tech stack, um, that's something that he can help with. So I want to close this out, Alex, for those that are listening that want to learn more about what you're doing, that want to follow your content, where should they check you out? Yeah, so if you just go to partnerprograms.io in the header, the, sorry, the nav bar, there's an agency drop down. There's some resources in there. We do highlight agencies all day long. We get data from agencies, which is important to our growth. We want to know what you like and dislike, who you partner with and why, because it helps the entire ecosystem grow. And we highlight your agency. We create a landing page for you, do follow links, all of that stuff in return for that information. So if you see that agency highlight, Go ahead and fill out the form and we'll we'll publish that profile for you. And yeah, the bigger thing is just look for partnerships. Don't don't look at this as a vendorship. Don't look at this as, you know, I'm just going to be asked to refer business all day long. Find a partnership. You have to grow with this company, just like any partnership. It has to be mutually beneficial. You have to get stuff day one. Don't think at all that you have to give day one and you have to buy their tool. And then you have to go through training. If your goal is to build services on top of that solution, why should you have to pay to learn how to use their solution? This is something I need all of us to get behind because nobody's going to change if you are the ones paying to learn how to use their solution. We all have to understand the power of the agency channel and help us all get these partners to understand the value of it as well by saying, hey, we are willing to build a service on your solution. Give me that instance. I will build a service on top of it if I like it in 30 days. Don't say, okay, I'll start on this account. And if I refer you, I get 20% and then just try to focus on getting your money back through referrals. That's not a partnership. So focus on the partnerships, get with those tools that are willing to go down that road with you and everybody will benefit. Well, there you have it, folks. Uh, links to all the resources mentioned in the show notes, including partnerprograms.io, Alex's podcast, and also some social links if you want to follow him online. I'll make sure that's all there. Leave us a comment where you're listening to this. Let us know what you got from this. Let us know what questions you've got. Give us your feedback. We always love to hear from you. And with all of that, Alex, I want to thank you again for taking the time to be on the show. It was a pleasure having you, man. Thanks, Marcel. See you online, buddy. All right. We'll see you in the next episode, guys. Thanks for Hey, thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you've ever found yourself thinking, man, I get so much value from this podcast. I wish there was something I could do to return the favor. Well, today's your lucky day because you can leave us a review wherever you're listening to this. And it is incredibly helpful. Of course, if you haven't grabbed a free copy of the Agency Profit Toolkit, go and get that. It's got tons of free resources to help you improve your profitability. If you're looking to get in the fast lane and get help from experts to improve your profitability and measure your most important metrics, then apply for a consultation at parakeeto.com. We'd love to chat with you and figure out how we can help. With all of that, thank you so much for being a listener and we will see you on the next episode.
tuning in.